the one, two, fives, they will line up, uh, I think, from uh, rows one to six, and uh, seven to 11 will then be occupied by the 400s, and they will effectively start from that point. Um, I'll probably find that totally stupid, and they'll probably move forward to row one, but I don't think so. I think that's pretty well how it works. They wait there for one minute, and then uh, they set off on the instructions of the... Uh, the timekeepers but the machines are beginning to uh, come to us now uh, Gordon's got the uh, red flag in hand there a masterly job he does there uh, the car brings us forward and uh, number four should be in pole position Robert Dunlop uh, with uh, Chris Palmer and uh, Darren Lindsay <coughs> number first number I see is uh, got a five on it and the one behind that is Locker. Uh, not seen Robert yet. Yes, I have. Oh, yes, 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 yes. He's coming down the inside here to take his position on the front row. So, uh, Robert Dunlop's there. Five also there. Chris Palmer. Uh, Darren Lindsay just uh, moving through now into his place. Ian Locker on row two. So, the one, two, fives, they've been stopped. The 400s are behind them from row seven, as I said, with the, the other red flag, so they're forming behind. I can see 31 back there, that's Alan Oversby in what will be pole position in that 400cc event. So the marshal's just checking that, and the organizer's just checking that the, uh, the grids are correctly formed. Shuffling back there, I can see uh, number 40, no, not 46, but we're told we're OK, certainly for the 125. That race is going to be away very shortly. Indeed, we're off. A very good, clean start. And, of course, I was wrong, because they are moving forward to the front row. So they were stopped at row seven, and now number 31 moves into his position, Alan Oversby. Of course, they'd have to go further, Morris, wouldn't they, if they started at row seven? Sometimes it's the sun, it's the sun, we're not used to that. 31, 25, Paul Dobbs, he's in position. And at 23, also there, Dave Madsen Migdal, as the second stick away for this, the start of the 400cc event. Mark Parrott, evident on row two. Uh, number nine, number 16. John Burroughs, number 98. Uh, just looking back there, no, it can't be number 98, but it is. Number 98, Dave Moffat. Number away. Very quick start there, just uh, looking back there, but certainly Mark Pallets and John Burroughs safely away. So both of these fields away for the Steam Packet Company 125cc. 400cc event and we'll try and keep you in touch with all the uh, the timings and the actions around this four and a quarter mile circuit remember six laps 25 and a half miles a race won last year by the 125cc event won by uh, Chris Palmer the 400cc event won last year by Dave Madden Migdal Ian Locker and Chris Palmer both looking for various wins let's go over to cross four ways Yes, we can certainly hear them. There's, I think there's about 15, 16, 125s absolutely heading towards us like a swarm. And it's number four, Robert Dunlop, and one and five. Ian Lock, second, Chris Palmer, Ian Lockwood, and then Darren Lindsay, 29. The other man and Nigel Beatty's in there as well. And streaming through they go, there's Penny Jerbenek, 
Number 44, the last of the riders through. Number 44 being Barry Davidson. So the race being led by number four, Robert Dunlop, with number five, Chris Palmer, right behind him. Ian Locker, third. And then Daryl Lindsay, number 22, Nigel Beatty, and number 29. That's our top six here. Number 29, that's as many as we could get through, being to uh, belonging to Tony Court on the 125 Honda. So we've got the, the watch running to see what the difference is. It's usually about 50 seconds to get to you, Morris, but we might, might just be able to get the leader of the 400 race through. Give us a knock if that's not the case, because we can hear them hammering down towards us here now. The 400's distinctive sounds are those four-cylinder machines as they approach okay. cross four ways, but over to you, Morris, for the 125s. Yeah, it's going to be pretty tight, Roy, as the 125s come there, but don't worry, we'll shuffle it backwards and forwards if we need. Chris Palmer leads Darren Lindsay and Robert Dunlop. Only half a second separate the first three in the 125cc class. But I think, Roy, let's go back to you for the 400s. Alan Oversby leads at number 31 from number 25. Number 25 being Paul Dobbs in third place, number nine, Mark Parrott. And we then have in fourth, number 23, uh, Dave Madston Migdal in fifth place, number 90. We have to go down the programme for that. We just can't find number 90. Obviously, must be a mistake there. 98 it is. My apologies, Dave Moffat. So the 400's well through us here now with the, the race being led by number 31, Alan Oversby. And remember, it is a separate race. They couldn't be too far away from you now, Morris. Yes, thanks, Roy. They've been spotted up on Castletown Bridge. But let's just repeat that Chris Palmer leads the 125 <coughs> from Darren Lindsay. Robert Dunlop and Ian Locker, but here comes the 400s. 25, 31. So 25, Paul Dobbs. 31, Alan Oversby in second place. Great performance by Paul Dobbs there. And they, well, they're streaming through here now and they'll try and shuffle those into uh, some sensible position. But poor Paul Dobbs is actually going quicker than Chris Palmer. Sorry, a little bit frog in the throat there, but it's Paul Dobbs from Alan Oversby in that class number uh, 25. Paul Dobbs leads Alan Oversby, and I'm just looking at that, uh, is number 31. Uh, they're all now shuffled in together, so the overall race leader, I suppose, is Paul Dobbs and Chris Palmer. Over to you across four ways. Yes, we can hear them, and it's number five, Chris Palmer, who leads, but four absolutely together. Darren Lindsay takes third place there. Right behind him is Robert Dunlop in second place, and Ian Locker there as well. 29, Tony Court, and 31. 31, the last of those going through. It shouldn't have been 31. 21 it was, in fact. They're just getting everything sorted out here, but tremendous battle in the 250. There's number 22. And the exhaust has gone on Nigel Beatty, as you can hear that. We were looking out for him. The exhaust has gone on it. Nigel Beatty, that's the way it works out on that. So 31 leads in the 400 class, but on the second lap here, Chris Palmer, number five, had taken over the lead from Robert Dunlop, with Darren Lindsay in third, number 55, and number one, fourth. But they shouldn't be too far away from you, Morris. Yes, thanks. They're on the bridge with spot-on timing once again. Four or five there, certainly, in the 125cc class. So will it continue to be Chris Palmer? But it's very close indeed. It's Palmer, Dunlop, Lindsay. And Dunlop and Lindsay together, there's Locker. So the first four through there, Chris Palmer, Robert Dunlop, Darren Lindsay and Ian Locker, 29 and at 32. As uh, Tony Court and Michael Dunlop complete their laps, 58 and 51. So a lap there for Chris Palmer of 240.966, but the quickest lap of uh, the 125s was set up by Robert Dunlop, 
240.672.95.225, and he's just 0.2 of a second behind Chris Palmer and 0.1 of a second ahead of Darren Lindsay. Ian Locker then is one and a half seconds behind that. So Palmer, Dunlop, Lindsay and Locker. What's the position in the 400s, Roy? Number 25 leads Paul Dobbs from number nine. Number nine being Mark Parrott in third place. Number 31, 31 belonging to there, Alan Oversby in third. And then in fourth position, number 23, Dave Madston-Migdal in fifth. Number 98, 98 being Dave Moffat. And our top six completed at Cross Four Ways for the 400s with number 16, John Burroughs. Back to you for the 125s, Morris. Yeah, thanks, uh, Roy. 25, Paul Dobbs continues to lead... Uh, that class, sorry, that's the 400s. Just looking back, Mark Parrott, number nine in the shape there as well. He's in second place in uh, the 400cc event. Uh, so Chris Palmer from Robert Dunlop on the 125s. Paul Dobbs from Mark Parrott in the 400s. I can tell you we look as though we've had a number one, I think, problems for Locker. I think Ian Locker stopped at the Iron Gate. Number one, Ian Locker stopped at the Iron Gate, so disappointment uh, yet again today for Ian Locker and the problems for him. But it's a good battle between Chris Palmer and Robert Dunlop. Just point two of a second separated them here at the completion of lap two. I'm just beginning to lose where they're up to, but uh, let's try Roy Moore at Cross Four Ways, see if they're there. Yes, it's Robert Dunlop who leads lap three here from Darren Lindsay with Chris Palmer in third position. Number 29, Tony Court now up to fourth, and in fifth place, number 32, Michael Dunlop. So a tremendous battle, the three of them are absolutely together as they went through here. In uh, sixth place, number 52, Chris McGon, and completing the, that was our top six. And in seventh place, number 30, number 30 being Nigel Moore. That's the one, two, fives, cross four ways, lap number three. I think the best thing we can do, I don't think we'll get a chance there. The 400s aren't going that quickly, 44 and 59. Over to you, Morris. Yes, thanks, Roy. I'll take the one, two, fives through and then come straight back to you because here's the race leaders. The uh, probably, well, who's it going to be? We don't know. I can tell you it's Lindsay, Dunlop and Palmer. So Darren Lindsay leads that from Robert Dunlop and Chris Palmer, but only one second separate those three here at uh, completion of lap three half distance. Let's go back to Roy for the 400s. Yes, number 25 leads that, number 25. Paul Dobbs still leading the 400 class through here, followed by number nine, Mark Parrott. And then in third place, number 31, I think that was Alan Oversby, and it was. In fourth place, number 23, 23 of those, Dave Madston, Migdal. And then 21, 98, 16, 61, 50, 38, and 68 in that particular order. 56 and 87 are here through now. The 125s will be well past you, but the 400s should be approaching you in the not-too-distant future. Morris. Yes, thanks, Roy. I think we've got El Forest down in 12th place in the 125s, but there's 59 through now, followed by 44. It won't be long before Paul Dobbs should be with us, number 25. I think Mark Parrott was lying in second place there, but here's the battle. Yes, 25 from nine. So that definitely is number 25, Paul Dobbs and Mark Parrott. Then 31, Alan Oversby, and 23, Dave Madsden Migdal there in the 400cc class. So it's Darren Lindsay, Robert Dunlop, Chris Palmer, and the 125s, Paul Dobbs, Mark Parrott, and Alan Oversby, and Dave Mazden Migdal in the 400cc class. 28, 16, and 61, all safely through. I can tell you the quickest lap so far has been put up by uh, Darren Lindsay. 
at 95.386. Let's go back to cross four ways. Yes, you must be on perfect timing because we can hear them, and it was a three-man battle there in the one two fives. And who's it going to be this lap? It's Darren Lindsay from Robert Dunlop with number five, Chris Palmer, right behind them. So a reversal of fortune there. Darren Lindsay now takes it and he moves across to the right-hand side of the road. So no, Robert Dunlop can't get in behind his slipstream. There's Tony Court, number 29, I think it is. Yes, Tony Court. So fourth place for him. 55, 4, 5 and 29 and 32. Another crossing machine there of Michael Dunlop. So that's the top four, five through and three together. 52 just runs wide. That's Chris McGon. But he gets back on the pace and in, tucked in behind them. And the last machine through is number 40, Sam Dunlop. And there's uh, our friend Benny Jervisnik. But they should be far, far from you, Morris. Yes, thanks, Roy. So uh, what am I looking for? One, two, five. Just Marilyn said to me, we're losing the will to live here. Darren Lindsay, Robert Dunlop, Chris Barmer, they were the first three at the completion of lap three. Will that be the order at lap four? But it's certainly making for exciting racing, that's for sure. One, two, three, here they come. Lindsay, Dunlop and Palmer. Slight gaps, but only one and a half seconds separate the first three. It's about 0.7 of a second from Lindsay to Dunlop and a similar margin from Dunlop to Palmer. It's a cracking 125cc race, that's for sure. 29 is through now. Let's go back to cross fours for the 400s. Mark Paddock takes the lead in the 400 class. Number nine, first through here, followed by number 25. 25 being Paul Dobbs, so Mark Parrott leads. And then it's number 31, Alan Oversby, and then followed by number 23. 23, Dave madsen Migdals as the rest stream through here. There's uh, number 61 there, I think. We just set a distinctive style there in the 400 class. It's Maria Costello, it certainly was. But back to you, Morris, for an update. Well, thanks, uh, Roy. That's 88 just going through there now. That's El Forest and also Rob Knight. They're probably the last of the one two fives before we get to... Well, it, of course, last time it was Paul Dobbs, but we know there's been a change at uh, Cross Four Ways, and here comes the charge. What's it going to be? Well, they're back again because Paul Dobbs has got back ahead of uh, number nine. That's uh, Mark Parrott, 31, 23, 59. So Alan Overs being Dave Madsden, Migdal, Tony Court. They're all safely through, and they've completed lap four. So it's uh, Darren Lindsay, Robert Dunlop, and Chris Palmer in the 125s. It's Paul Dobbs, Mark Parrott, and Alan Oversby in the 400s. And they're all lapping round about the same. It's quite interesting that the quickest lap on the 400 is 2.41. Back to Roy. Yes, good job. This is an over 12 laps, Modest, but certainly lap five. I think they're approaching us here now. The one, two, fives, the three of them absolutely together. Darren Lindsay just leads from Robert Dunlop. Dropping back a little bit now is Chris Palmer, but certainly a good old dice there between the three of them. And he has a very, very long look back over his shoulder to see Robert Dunlop. Well, Robert Dunlop has campaigned the one, two, fives for many, many years and certainly given us some great enjoyment. There's Tony Court. So fourth place for him still, number 29. Holding on to that fourth place in the one two fives, but Mark Parrott was absolutely bang on the button down through here. 32 is there as well. Michael Dunlop. That's the way it worked out, I think, on the last particular lap. And the 400s now will probably be round Balabeg and Hen. 51, 52, and 30 are having a good days as well. Chris McGon back back ahead of one of them anyway after his overshoot here, but they won't be too far away from you, Morris. Yes, thanks, Roy. And as you speak, they're crossing Castletown Bridge into the corner. They'll be down through us fairly soon. I can give you another information. Number 16, that's John Burroughs, has stopped at the bridge. OK, whoa, 51-4. Drive well. 
Darren Lindsay and Robert Dunlop. Well, Robert Dunlop was inches behind Darren Lindsay as they crossed a point one one of a second. They're on their sixth and final circuit, so five laps completed for the one two fives. That's going to be a fantastic battle over this last lap. Watch that one, Lindsay Dunlop and Palmer. Uh, just 1.6 seconds separate them. Chris Palmer almost sat back from watching that uh, Lindsay and Dunlop duel. Let's go back to Roy across four ways. Yes, Paul Dobbs back in the lead here across four ways. Number 25 from number nine, Mark Parrott. Just got 98 going through and 21 all in the 400 class and 61, Maria Costello. And 50, I think that is. Yes, certainly is. Number 50 there going through as well. On the, uh, well, that's another, that was at a different starter on that on the 400s. We don't have a 50 down in our particular list, so we just have to check that one. But certainly on lap number five in the 400s, 25, 9, 31, 23, 98, and 21. And we'll just be able to get this one through before we get the 125s. Number 56, over to you, Morris. Yeah, thanks, Roy. So we await the arrival of the 400s. There we go. Nope. 31. 25 and 9, sorry, I just missed them. Paul Dobbs and Mark Parrott. Paul Dobbs continues to lead. Mark Parrott, I was just looking to see who 50 was. According to my computer screen, Roy, it should be Barry Wood. Anyway, let's just uh, have a look now at the next uh, 59 and 44. So we've got Lindsay Dunlop and Palmer in the 125s, and it's close. And we've got Paul Dobbs and Mark Parrott separated by one second. Let's go back to Roy across four ways. Yes, we're just looking for this last lap now. It could be an overbreaking manoeuvre, but Robert Dunlop's got it from Darren Lindsay. Robert Dunlop leads through cross four ways, and there's number three. Uh, yeah, just, just trying to see. He's absolutely tucked in right behind them as they go into Church Bends. But Robert Dunlop leads, but certainly Darren Lindsay hasn't given up on this one by the look of it. And number five, Chris Palmer. I th Chris Palmer, I think he's just too far back to do anything about it. But what a battle they're going to have round the bridge as Tony Court goes through. He'll actually be hammering down through Great Meadow now, these little one two fives. When you see one strip down, you'd wonder how they do so much speed out of them at all. And there's number 32, which indicates... Number Number 32 is through, Michael Dunlop. We don't want to miss the finish of the 125. Morris. Yeah, thanks, Roy. That's uh, number 91 just going through there. And uh, let's have a look. We've seen a couple on the bridge. This shouldn't be the race winner, it isn't. This is a retirement coming up for somebody, but the next two could be. Oh, they're together, they're together, they're together. Who's it going to be? It's on the north. It's. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. I'll give it Dunlop, but there we go. I don't know. I'm not on the line. Please don't uh, take that as gospel. Uh, but I thought it was about half a wheel. The computer shows Lindsay. Well, we'll get confirmation of that in a moment. I would have said it was half a wheel, but it's almost the one two thousandth of a second that we had this morning. How close can it get? Absolutely fantastic racing after six laps. What a superb performance on that one two five, and it could be, it could be another victory for the great Robert Dunlop. But Dan and Lindsay was hanging on there, sure. Chris Palmer has completed his race. I've missed all about the 400s. Roy, what's the score of the 400s? Sorry Paul, about that. Paul Dobbs got a good uh, good lead, I would think. He's not close, Mark Parrott, but he's in a very safe second place. As the next go through, 25, 9, 31, 23. So it was as it was before, 31, Alan Morgansby, 23, Dave Madston, Migdal, and number 98 there, Dave Moffat. That's positions in the 400s. But what a tremendous, we think we've done quite well to get all the timing on there, but a great win. We don't know who's won it yet, the one so you might know now, Morris, and look for the, the winners in the 400 class. Yes, the winners in the 400 class have just gone through, and I can confirm that it was Dunlop number four who nipped there, took
got the win coming out of Castletown Corner. So the winners are Robert Dunlop and uh, number 25, Paul Dobbs, of the two classes. Robert Dunlop, I'll just try and get you the time. For... Now, you thought the last one was close at one two thousandth of a second. This is point naught naught one of a second. Dunlop beat Lindsay. Chris, over to you. Wow, he's just been told that Robert's just been told about George Peach. Point naught naught one of a second. Nicked it. Yeah, just stole it. Yeah, when the last turn of me about hot and just couldn't make the apex, so Darren got a bit of a run on me, you know. But there weren't much on it, just down, you know, going up through the gears. Whenever I get into sixth gear, I was able to pull him down, but first four gears, and you only get four to the line anyway, so <laughs> yeah, it was pretty tight, yeah. You have a habit of coming from behind to get Darren as well, don't you? This year? Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> it's happened before, but uh, that one was just about as close as a race I've ever had. It's your fourth win around the Bland circuit. Sorry? It's your fourth win around here. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I wonder what speeds we were doing, was it fast? Uh, I don't know, Morris will tell me, Mia, but that must mean a lot. I mean, you've had a great comeback this year, obviously. The Northwest Rundle was absolutely fantastic. Wind at Tandragee, etc. I mean, this as well, coming back here, because you like this place. Yeah, I do love coming to the Southern 100. You know, the great committee here, and it's a great wee race, and uh, pretty much usually blessed with good weather. Usually, yeah. yeah. OK, thanks very much. Well done, Robert Dunlop. There's the winner, second place by, well, nothing really. Sorry, Robert, let you get past there, so we can get have a quick word with Darren. He didn't lose by much there. Oh, Point zero zero one of a second. Oh, I was a proverbial whisker. It? it certainly was. <laughs> I tried to stick my head out a wee bit further. To see what... <laughs> no, just up the scoot and I had a good race all, all around the whole way. So it was even with Chris and, and Ian, but must have got a wee break somewhere. And... Ian dropped out, unfortunately. Oh, right, right, and then I sort of pulled away. But I thought I would have maybe drafted Robert down towards stadium, but he, he done the old weaving technique and, <laughs> and wouldn't let me catch a draft. So my last chance was uh, Castle Corner, but... That was a brilliant race. Sometimes you get a race that got you know, as good as winning, you know. So, yeah. we're getting sick of him this year. <laughs> oh, no. we're, we're, we're keeping closer to him, you know. Oh, Jimmy, thank you. Well, yet to come. Uh, well done, Darren Lindsay and uh, Chris Palmer's already up on the podium. Uh, Derek's not there yet to do the thing, so I might just be able to get a quick word before Derek starts if I can. Good race, Chris. Or just not keep with him, or? Uh, yeah, it was. A, yeah, it was good. Um, I just we just didn't have the same speed, to be honest. Uh, you can probably tell down the start finish mm. they just blitzed me like. But uh, I rode as hard as I could. You know, absolutely like uh, as hard as I could go. And you know, at least we're on the podium. That's the main thing. <laughs> yeah. Well done, Chris. All right, cheers. There you go. There's your first three. Just about to do the presentation. So I'll move out of the way, Morris. If you could tidy up the one two fives and then let us know the four hundreds, we can go and grab those guys. Yes, I certainly can. The one, two, fives, as we always said, what a fantastic race. Robert Dunlop beating uh, Dad and Lindsay by 0.001 of a second. Chris Palmer, third in that class, and he was only three seconds down on that fantastic battle. The 400s, yes, that was won by Paul Dobbs from Mark Parrott and Dave madsden Migdal there, the first three who will be looking for the podium position. So a great win, I think, also there for Paul Dobbs. All credit to him. He held off some great challenges from both Mark Parrott and uh, Dave Madsden, Migdal, and, of course, Alan Oversby, who was also in that uh, shake-up. But uh, the first three there, Paul Dobbs, Mark Parrott, Dave Madsden, Migdal. Have you got those, Chris? No, Chris, not there for the moment. OK, no doubt he'll come back to me and let me know uh, what the position is down there, but we move onward. Oh, Chris is now ready. Rex, Chris? Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, here with Paul Dobbs, and uh, disappointment with the big triumph earlier on, but second win here now, isn't it? You won at the scene packet too. Yeah, it seems to get me every time. It does the first practice and then won't go after that for the race, and then we're away again. <laughs> what about the 400 zone? Um, yeah, good, good. Mark's to give me a bit of a chase at one stage, but um, we just had a bit more legs than him. Just a little bit, yeah? Yeah, the clutch gave up on the fifth lap again, so I was like, oh, God, here he comes. He's going to come past again. <laughs> And, of course, if you would have been able to get behind Mark, you'd be able to get in the draft behind him, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, it's heaps faster behind him. I can't work, work out why, though. 
loves it. <laughs> the face on the man. Good race, home. Thanks a lot. I tell you, I'm dead. Dobsy, well done. <laughs> well done, Mark. Good race. I mean, he just had a bit of legs on you there. Yeah, yeah, he had a bit of legs on me, and um, he just got the back markers at the right place. Ah. One, two, fives going down into um, oh, down into Iron Gates, and I couldn't get him till just after the hairpin and that. So he just managed to pull out a bit on me. What about separating the one, two, fives and the four hundreds? Good idea. I think it's a good idea. It's just a shame we catch up with the back of them. Mm. I mean, it'd be the same if they'd done it the other way. If the four hundreds went first, then the leaders of one, two, fives yeah. have the same problem. So there, there, there is no answer to it. So we'll just run with it. It's, it's always a good race anyway. Enjoying your week so far? Yeah, I am. It's going well. I had a problem with the 600 front brake faded away. So that, that was a non-entity. But apart from that, it's been great. Well yeah. done, Mark. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Thanks, thanks very mate. much. That's all right, mate. You're Love welcome. you too. Yeah, log a, sh log a shandy <laughs> later. <laughs> thanks very much, Mark. Let's have a word with Dave Manson Mingle. Dave, very quickly, get that fag out of your mouth. What do you like? What happened to the big triumph? Uh, I think the clutch or the gearbox has gone. And all, again? Yeah, I come out of um, church bends and um, just no drive. So just parked it up by the uh, stadium. It was turning into last year again with you and Alan Oversby, wasn't it? It might have been, yeah. Um, I, was, I haven't got the suspension sorted, so I was slightly slower than I wanted to be, but um, I think I had the measure of Alan then, really. Um, but, of course, and then he slowed anyway, mm, um, yeah. so he had a bit of unluck as well. So, no, not too bad. What about the 400s? Were problems or...? No, no problems at all. It's just, uh, we got away well, on the front row, but we got away and uh, Dave Muffet was in, sort of like in, between, in front of us and Mark got past down into Iron Gate. And I waited until we got really round Ballabeg before I got past him. So by that time they were overspeed and that we were away. Gone. So I was having to try and catch, play catch up all the time. But I managed to get Alan on the last corner. <laughs> a bit of a do or die thing with a 125 in the way as well. So I don't think Alan's very happy. But uh, no, Say sorry not. now. Well, it wasn't my fault anyway. It was, it was, it was going away. So uh, I managed to tuck up in the inner side. So uh, no, it was OK. We got third anyway. So Well done, Dave. Thanks a lot. There you go, Dave Madsen Mintel, your third place man. Hi, Jill. OK, back to you, Morris. Machines for this uh, senior support race over eight laps, 34 miles, and uh, a precursor, I suppose, to uh, race uh, 12, which is the next race, not race 11. No surprise there. But I understand we have an additional non-starter, and I'm looking down my programme to find it as a starter number 81. Additional non-starter, I'm told, is Callum O'Shea. So we don't expect him on the grid, but certainly in there is 52 in pole position. That's uh, Chris McGarn. Uh, alongside him, number 83, already had a mention, Andy Cowan. Could be a one to watch. 48 also in there, John Krellin. So the first row is uh, made up. Pretty well all there. The uh, red flag currently being shown as the grid is checked by the officials before giving indication to put out the board to engage gear and watch lights. Pretty full grid. Uh, we're back 10 rows, certainly 30 or so, just less than that maybe with the odd uh, uh, non-starter. We mentioned plates, the red and yellow, Roy, just looking at down here, so uh, could be quite interesting. Uh, obviously, a mix of machinery there, the thousands and the 600s, but uh, indication being given that we're pretty well ready. Engage gear, watch lights. We're going to be away on this uh, senior support race very shortly. Deep we're off. It was tight there. That really was tight. Steve McIlvenner, number 84, trying to get down the uh, inside from the second row. And it is pretty tight, but uh, number 48, uh, John Krellin, held his post and uh, wasn't quite enough room, I don't think, for number 84. But it's so important to get a good start. But I have to say, fortunately, every start we've had so far at this meeting has been pretty clean. Well, it's been very clean. 
have been excellent, in fact. And those machines now powering their way down towards Balakagan and the tremendous sight that is. But perfect conditions here. Lots of spectators enjoying fantastic racing in this 2006 Southern 100 meeting. So the senior support race uh, underway. Uh, of course, it's only the electronic timing, I suppose, that's enabled us to have uh, these uh, very close finishes, which may otherwise, in, year, in years gone by, been regarded as dead heats. They really are so close, it's almost half a wheel. Quite a number of uh, non-starters I can give you from those that I originally read out. Number 109, which I didn't give you a name. I don't need to bother now because it's a non-starter. 37 was always going to be a bit iffy. Dean Cooper, he's another non-starter. 56, uh, Jamie O'Brien didn't make it to the grid, nor did number 60. That's uh, John Skymer. So as far as I'm aware, those are the non-starters, but still in excess of 20 uh, competitors in this field for the uh, senior support race. So they'll be with uh, Roy Moore fairly shortly. Let's go out to cross four ways and see what the score is on lap one, Roy. Yes, an unusual situation, is it, Morris? When you're there describing the start and then all of a sudden, within the space of about 10 seconds, they disappeared. But in the space of a bit more, they're all here with us here. Number 52, that's Chris McGon, well out ahead of number 35 and 84 and 48. Just numbers going through. We'll go back. There's number 83. Andy Cowan, so into fifth place for him, 82, 55, 90, 57, 72, 101, 89, just numbers 60, 58, 91, but certainly a very good lead there for number 52, number 52 being Chris McGon. well, in one lap to cross four ways, a tremendous lead from number 35 there, he's pulled a lot of stops out from Richard Elgin. Eglin, I think it is the way it's pronounced, E-G-L-I-N. Then number 84 was in third place, 84 being Stephen McElvena. So that's the top three. Over to you, Morris. Yes, thanks, Roy. They've been spotted on the bridge, so to speak, and Chris McGarn, well, experienced rider, certainly number 52, started from pole position. Will he, oh, will he make that count? Crosses the line now. There's the sixth place man. That'll give you some indication that already he's three seconds ahead of Richard Eglin. Stephen McIlvenna, who was the man from the second row, number 84, who tried to get through what well, he got through because he's in third place ahead of John Krellin. Then it's Andy Cowan, Tony Oates. Well, I don't know how many came together there. Really, that was just an absolute numbers. But what a fantastic sight in perfect conditions. Well, we'll have a look at the list. It's the easiest way, I'm afraid, because there's certainly no way you could commentate on those. But Chris, Chris McGarn leads from Richard Eglin by 3.1 seconds. They're followed by Stephen McIlvenna, who's a second further back. A second further back on that is John Krellin. Then it's Andy Cowan in fifth, Tony Oates in sixth. Then it follows... Mike Krellin, Mick Goodins, Justin Croft, Adam Jones, Jamie O'Brien, Brian Appleton, Jeff Jones, Peter Simpson, Gareth Costello, Adam Charlesworth, Mick Gurnall, Carolyn Sells, Bill Callister, Dennis Booth and Jeremy Hill. That was the sequence of events from the electronic timing system. There's no way the naked eye could pick those up because there were bunches of five and six came through here together at tremendous speed. An opening lap for Chris McGarn of 2 minutes 39.234. And as I say, that's given him an advantage of just over three seconds over Richard Eglin. Maybe a bit of a surprise there, Richard, but certainly in that second place. And the Stephen McKelney, who came through from the second row of the grid, eventually muscled his way through and is in third place. For the moment, they'll be over, hopefully, at cross four ways. Let's go to Roy and find out. Not as yet, Morris, but certainly in plenty of time to get them as they approach here with Chris McGon taking that big lead. There is a machine interview now. Down through the box it goes, and it still is number 52, Chris McGon, who leads this one. 
and he seems to be pulling out a bit of a lead, but number 84 looks as though he was going to go around the outside there. Stephen McElvena off number number 35, but certainly didn't make it. But 35, they're holding on to that third position, Richard Eglin, and they stream through as 7.99 as the last one through. Our position's 52, 35, 84. 57 is through there as well, 72. You look at the programme to see him, number 72 is Adam Charlesworth and certainly a distinctive line there from number 102 Keith Mackay number 65 got that newcomer's jersey on number 65 Marie Hodgson a newcomer to this circuit but not a newcomer to the Isle of Man she used to live here back to you Morris yes thank you Roy race leader with us now extended advantage I suspect certainly is Chris McGarn second lap there 232.302 over 100 miles an hour 35, 48 and 84. It's going to be close for that uh, second place. Richard Eglin being chased. John Crellin's moved up to third ahead of Steve McIlvenna. 83, Andy Cowan. Tony Oates. And then it's Mike Crellin. Mick Goodies, Justin Croft. Not quite as hectic it was at the first lap, but hectic enough. And 56 moves around the outside. Jamie O'Brien of Adam Jones there. Jeff Jones, Brian Appleton, Adam Carlsworth, Peter Simpson, Mick, well, you can hear them, well, you can't hear them at the grandstand because simply the noise is tremendous here as they go back in groups. I think we got down as far as Gareth Costello. He's in 15th place. He's followed by Peter Simpson, Mick Gurnall, Bill Callister, Jeremy Hill, Dennis Booth and Carolyn Sells, who's in 21st place. And I think we've got about 21 on the same lap. In fact, 21 circulating within this event. Chris McGarn leads by 6.6 .6 seconds now on completion of lap two ahead of Richard Eglin. But Richard is only 0.7 of a second ahead of John Crellin, who's moved up into third place. Uh, relegating Stephen McIlvenna to fourth and he's 0.5 seconds ahead of Steve McIlvenna but a lap, the first 100 mile lap of this race to Chris McGarn on lap two, 232.302 Andy Cowan is in fifth uh, fancied runner, we expected him maybe to be higher than that Tony Oates is in sixth, what's the position at Cross Fourways Roy? Well, we'll be able to tell you very, very shortly, and it's the same as it has been the previous two laps. Number 52, Chris McGon pulling out more of an advantage, I would say. In fact, quite a bit of an advantage from the second man into there. 35 and 84. 35, 84, 35 being Richard Eglin up to second, and up to the, I think there's been a bit of a change there. 84 certainly has. Stephen McIlvenner into third. Then number 48, 48, John Crellin up into fourth. 69 is with us here now, number 69 being Tony Oates, and then three absolutely together. These little 600s, well, they're absolutely flying, and the bigger bikes straight out of the crate, and they can do these fantastic laps on them. 55, 60, 12, 72 as quickly as that, so good dicing round the field. Six together, one, two, three, four, five. The last of those being number 73, but the leaders should be with you, Morris. Well, the leader certainly is, because he's gone. There he goes, Chris McGarn and... Well, there's no sign of the second-place man. Chris McGann absolutely powering his way around this circuit. Well ahead of Richard Eglin. Then 84 and 48, Steve McKell, Michael Venner and John Crellin. They've swapped places, of course, as they had when they were out at cross four ways. Richard Eglin, but he's now 10 seconds down on Chris McGann. Another quick lap by Chris McGann, 230.6, 101.594. He's lapping four or five seconds ahead of anybody else. There's the group, 68, 28, 21 and 99. 
So through there we had Andy Cowan, Tony Oates, Mike Krellin, Mick Gooding, Justin Croft, all safely negotiated three laps. But it's Chris McGarn who leads uh, from te by ten seconds. One, two, three, four, cars. Look at this fantastic sight. All those six hundred together. Just listen to that. Um, absolutely beautiful. So amongst that lot, I can tell you, we've got Jeff Jones, Adam Charlesworth, Adam Jones, Mick Gurnall, Gareth Costello, Brian Appleton, Peter Simpson, Bill Collister, Jeremy Hill, Dennis Booth and Carolyn Sells, another couple just through there, but really is a fantastic sight around this circuit in perfect conditions, and certainly it's, it's quick, it's fast, it's exciting. Chris McGarn, good lap, 101.594, the fastest lap on lap three. Richard Eglin also had his fastest lap, but still dropped time uh, to Chris McGarn. But he's still ahead of Steve McIlvenna, who holds that third place currently from John Krellin. But it's very close there. Only a second separate those three from that second place position. What will the position be at cross fours? Let's go to Roy Moore and find out. Yes, I would imagine you'd be absolutely on the timing because Chris McGon, same distinctive line, cranks it in. Takes it over, nice, neat little style that he's got there. Chris McGon safely through and seems to be pulling out an advantage on the second place man. In fact, it's increasing, I would think. But number 84 nips up the inside of 35 there. Stephen McElvenner up the inside there of 35. Richard Englund and takes over second second place 35 into third and then number 48 48 John Crellin still holding on to that fourth place as they sort themselves out here we'll be able to tell you that number 83 number 83 Andy Cowan there into fifth place and then number 38 it is 38 is with us now Mike Crellin and he's just holding off number 21 and 99 21 being Mike Goodings and number 99 being Justin Croft we can tell you then it's number 69 in ninth place, but the leader should be with you, Morris. Spot on, he is. There he is. Crosses the line now. And, uh, well, a country mile, really, I suppose. Certainly in terms of the racing we've had this week, this is uh, a distance and a bit. But this is a battle. There's a battle on for this second place for sure. 84. Steve McIlvenner has got that second place at the moment, ahead of John Krellin, both of them have overtaken Richard Eglin, who held that position for the first three laps, but not anymore. Chris McGarn now from Stephen McIlvenner, and McIlvenner will be on the chase, but, well, he's nearly 13 seconds down on Chris McGarn. 83, Andy Cowan. Almost a lonely race for him at the moment, but here's his chasing pack. 38, Mike Crellin, Mick Goodings and Justin Croft uh, complete their half distance and four laps. Then uh, Tony Oates also through. This should be Jamie O'Brien. No, <coughs> it's Jeff Jones, so he's ahead of Jamie O'Brien, and we haven't had Jamie O'Brien, 72. Then 87, 54, 110, they're all through. This is the group that's been flying through themselves. There's number 90 in a retirement there, indicated uh, for Brian Appleton, indicates his intention to pull into the paddock. But the whole group were through there. Adam Jones, Mick Gurnell, Kareth Costello, Bill Callister, Peter Simpson. Another retirement. That is 56. That's Jamie O'Brien. We had expected him uh, some moments ago, but clearly mechanical problems and uh, a retirement coming up for him. But it's Chris McGarn from the new second-place man, Steve McIlvenner. John Crollins in third. Let's go to cross four ways and Roy. Yes, 13 seconds and increasing seems to be the margin because he's here now. Down through the box, same style. 
takes it very, very neatly indeed, does number 52, Chris McGahn, a resident in Peel now in the Isle of Man. Got a very distinctive registration plate on his machine too, our 350 man on his van. And there's the battle there between number 35 and number 84, and 48 and 35 is there, but it's in second place, number 84, Stephen McElvenner within third place, 48, 48, John Crellin, so up to third for him now, followed by number 35, number 35 being... Richard Eglin, so he's moving a little bit backwards now as the boys are putting the pressure on him, but certainly 83 has held his position. Andy Cowan, absolutely delighted with that win earlier on in the day, I'm certain, and 38 is here with us now, Mike Crellin, and that battle there that's going there, but I'm sure the leader won't be far away from you, Morris. No, he isn't. He's here, Roy, spot on once again. And there he is, crossing the line now. Five laps completed for Chris McGahn. And we'll wait, and we'll wait. Maybe 14, 15 seconds. He really has... Uh, this race in his grasp. Only two machines this time, 48 and 84. John Crollins moved to second ahead of Steve McElvenner. Richard Eglin still now hand that fourth place, but there's been a change there. John Crollins moved up into second place. Good performance by John, and in fact, he's reduced Chris McGowan's margin. Could be, of course, that Chris McGowan's getting those uh, quality signals that he needs to tell him that he's got an 11-second advantage and no real need to bang it on much more than is necessary, winning in the slowest time possible, 83. Andy Cowan, so I suspect it's McGahn who's got the message that he's got a comfortable advantage. Here they go again. 38-31-99. Mike Crelling, Mick Good is Justin Croft. Then we get uh, a couple of lonely riders and then we'll get another group, I'm sure. 69 and uh, 57, Tony Oates and Jeff Jones. And very shortly, there'll be five or six machines coming down here together. It really is a splendid side. And here we come. Here they come. They've been the way all the way through. 72, Adam Charles and Adam Jones, Gareth Costello, and there it is, Bill, Bill Collister, Dennis Cruz, Peter Simpson, Jeremy Hill, Carolyn Sells, they really must be enjoying themselves in fine style here on this circuit. So it's Chris McGarn who leads John Crellin by 11 seconds. John Crellin having taken that second position of Steve McKelney on lap five, but Steve is only 0.6 of a second behind John. Uh, Richard Eglin appears now to be losing a bit of pace. Let's go to cross four ways. Yes, I'm pretty certain you won't be too far away. You've got that absolutely perfect again, Morris. Number 52, red number plated. Number 52 of Chris McGahn is through. 13 seconds, the advantage on that last lap, and it looks as though it's maintaining, but I don't think number 48 is in the mix. He is, though. Number 48 is there. It's John Crellin who's maintaining that second and pulling away from number 84. 84 being Stephen McElvenner. And then the last number through is number th 35, holding on to fourth place, number 35, Richard Eglin. So he's getting left behind a little bit there now in that battle at the top. But certainly Chris McGahn took this right from the scruff of the neck. The first lap here across four ways, about a three or four second advantage. And building on that all the time, number 83, Andy Cowan is through as well. And then we just got time, I think, for number 38. We just have, it's Mike Crellin. Back to you, Morris. Thanks, Roy. Here's the race leader, Chris McGahn. Cross the line now, lap six completed. Now then, will John Crellin have made any impression on him? It was 11 seconds, the completion of that lap. Uh, Chris McGahn's uh, quickest lap was on lap three. John Crellin's at 4.46.84. There's John Crellin, Steve McElvenner, not far behind him. <coughs> the lead's down to 10 seconds, but it's only one second. There's only two laps to go. Second the lap won't do it, that's for sure. 
10 seconds with Chris McGowan. John Crowley's quickest lap was actually on lap five when he lapped at 101.566, but the quickest lap of the race so far was Chris McGowan on lap three at 101.594, but the first three all lapping in excess of 100 miles an hour. Stephen McKellen, Michael Venner's quickest lap being on lap five as well. That's Andy Cowan going through there. Mike uh, Crellin should be here soon. Indeed he is, crossing the line now in sixth place with Mick Gooding in seventh and Justin Croft in eighth. So six laps completed, two to go, and an advantage of ten seconds to Chris McGarn. That's uh, Tony Oates and Jeff Jones having their own private battle past here. And, uh, well, the growing time is uh, just having a look at that. The difference there, just one second between Tony Oates and uh, Jeff Jones. One, two, three, four, five machines here. Yeah. This is the race that really has had some fun in it. Gareth Costello has moved up into 11th ahead of Adam Charles with Adam Jones, Mick Gurnall, Dennis Cole and Peter Simpson, Jeremy Hill, Carolyn Sells and Bill Callister. Well, all those uh, eight or so riders have been competing together and circulating together. Let's go to Roy at Cross Fourways. Well... You can't get it wrong all the time, Morris, and you're absolutely right again. Number 52, Chris McGon, lap eight here at Cross Four Ways, 13 seconds, I think, increasing. Certainly it's not dropping back, or oh, John Creller, number 48, well, his ambition is to climb Everest. Well, certainly Everest is here this afternoon, and 48, it's John Crellin into second place, and number 84, Stephen McElvenner, third. There's number 35, Richard Eglin, so not making much impression on that particular three in front of him, so fourth place for him, exactly as it was on the last lap, 52, 48, 84, and 35, the order through here, and all lapping at over 100 mile an hour, it's hard to imagine when you've got a course with three hairpin bends virtually that you can get round over here at 100 but certainly that's what they're doing and what we've got to look forward to later on is the championship race number 83 but the leader should be with you Morris yeah Roy as you know he is he's here spot on time again 52 Chris McGon lap seven completed he gets the flag to indicate he's on his eighth and final circuit ahead of these two the chasing pack 48 and 84 the battle is on for second place the lead remains 10 seconds for Chris McGarn. So, John Crellin, just uh, one second ahead of Steve McElvenner. There's Richard Eglin dropping back now after uh, game performance, certainly holding on to second place for much of this event, uh, but now, I think, prepared to settle for fourth, and certainly not a lot he can do about that. So it looks as though position certainly first and fourth are set, there is a bit of a doubt about the second place. Would it be John Crellin or Steve McElvenner? So Chris McGowan, less than four miles to go to the chequered flag for his victory here. And I'm sure that will be well deserved. There's Andy Cowan. And I'm sure Chris will be absolutely delighted with that. A wire-to-wire -wire victory in the offing for him. Mike Crellin in sixth place, number 38. 21 and 99, McGoodings and Justin Croft. And two more, Tony Oates. And uh, Jeff Jones, and we await these uh, six, seven, or eight that'll come together from the uh, Castletown corner fairly shortly indeed. But Chris McGarn, a growing time of 17 minutes 51.017, and his best speed on lap three, 101.594, but consistently lapped in excess of 100 mile an hour. There's 101, Gareth Costello. Now here they come. Uh, Charles, Jones, McGurnall, Peter Simpson, Dennis Hughes, Jeremy Hill, Carolyn Sells. And uh, it's time to go to Cross Fourways and Roy Moore. Right on the apex of the bend, you caught him there. You were just about tenth, tenth of a second late. Chris McGon safely through on the last lap. 
and making no doubt about it but 84 has got ahead of 48 but he runs a little bit wide unfortunately and John Crellin gets back to him he misses a gear so I think he outbraked himself coming in here to cross four ways and John Crellin got it back but 84 Stephen McIlvener had got up to second and then he was back down to third again as quickly as it happened like he couldn't have been far away from the little bales that are just on the exit there he had to break hard to miss that and then missed the gear again, the front wheel came up and John Crellin nipped up the inside to regain that second place and would definitely have the momentum to take him into Church Bend's well ahead and then the big dash down through Great Meadow but we don't want to miss the finish for Chris McGon who does a very good barbecue, Morris Yes, thanks Roy and here is the race winner the chequered flag is out he crosses the line now, it's a win for Chris McGon. 20 minutes, 23.184 a fantastic performance and his advantage over this man who crosses the line now, John Crellin, got the advantage there out at cross four ways, although he had held that slightly. But that's been a good battle for that second place between him and Stephen McIlvenna. But uh, John Crellin eventually successful in that battle. Ten seconds behind Chris McGarn and just 1.6 seconds ahead of Steve McIlvenna. Finishing in fourth place is Richard Eglin. He completes his eight laps. His quickest lap was actually on lap five, 99.122. But the first three all lapped in excess of 101 miles an hour. So what a fantastic race we've had for the senior support race. And we look forward, of course, to, uh, well, the uh, blue riband of the meeting very shortly indeed. But hopefully with Chris McGon, John Crabbin <laughs> and Stephen McIlvenny in there. Chris, are they with you? They certainly are. Chris McGon just been handed by Andy Kershaw. <laughs> And I'll let him have a big glug on a well-known brand. Oh, I'm going to say it, Boddington's anyway. Are you, are you going to, how much of that has he drank? That's half a can gone in one go. He's just done three races and they're only came in. And his first words to Andy were, who said I'm too old? <laughs> yeah, um, well, I'd say a very, very big thanks to Tiny McKinstry who lent me this bike. People told, told him a lot of quicker people could have been on it. Yeah, well, they are. <laughs> um, and big thanks to Dave Hagen because I had terrible handling problems with it at TT. And uh, we didn't know what direction to go in. I gave the bike to Dave about a week and a half ago, and he's dialed it and he said, that should be about right. <laughs> and it's absolutely perfect, absolutely superb. I just wish it had been like this for the TT. What's it like over the back of the circuit? I know you were saying the TT was scaring the daylights out of you yeah. on the bumps. Well, I, I rode it at the um, steam packet race. I just did one lap, and it scared me that much. I just put it straight back in the van. And not, I'm only just getting used to it, because it just, it's just so good now, it's untrue. So quick. Yeah, well, it's, it's an amazing thing. I've still got the speedo on it, and it's doing, it's doing 185 at the end here. That's a bit fast, isn't it? It is for me. <laughs> well done, Chris. Thanks very much. Finish the bodies now. Yeah. Cheers, Chris McGon. Thank you very much. Let's get in whenever we're with John, if I can. Excuse me a moment. John, well done. Good race. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, I enjoyed that. You did enjoy that, yeah? Yeah, I'm just a bit tired now. Yeah. Just a bit tired. You've had a, a lot of injuries over the past few years, and is that coming back in this heat? Uh, no, I, I've got over them now. You're over them now? With, with the physio, so... Um, I'm 99%, so that's good enough for me. You need me. that extra percent to get up that mountain, eh? Oh, good, I do. I'll give that another shot next year, Chris. Is that yeah. the plan, is it? It is, yeah. Everest next year will be you well. And Stephen right behind you, he was catching oh, you up as well. I, I know, he passed me and I got him again and um, got a bit, uh, bit close out there. Excellent. It's exciting stuff. Well done, John. Thank you. There you go. Let's get to the third place man, the man from Randallstown. Steve, well done, newcomer. Excellent. I was hopping off of that there. They had on by. <laughs> it, John was just saying you got your nose in front a couple of times. Oh, I was decent about it in the last lap there. So we were, were on the way to roll down. I think we we're getting tired. That's what the crack was. And for those who, people, you got a bit of arm pump as well? Oh, yep. Just say, for those people who don't know what a road end is, places like the bridge and the places across four ways, yeah? Oh, what do you think of the place first time here? 
Oh, brilliant. Oh, it's just at home, only when we're walls and edges. <laughs> <laughs> and Walder stand the weekend? Oh, aye, definitely. Definitely. Well done, Steve. Uh, there, on here, there you go, Steve McIlvenna there getting third place on his first time here, so he's a happy, happy camp and shaking his arms vigorously, trying to get the blood flow back into it. Good race, Morris. Back to you.